1: Welcome to the BCP podcast. I play that introduction because I'm unapologetic in stating emphatically the fact that 2020 was a stolen election. Joe Biden is not the legitimate president. I mean, he is the president. He got sworn in. They never stopped the steal. But the election was stolen of 2020. Now, check this out. I actually agree with a statement made by the person who posted this. I consider myself pretty well educated when it comes to the 2020 stolen election, but I didn't realize this fact. Tell me if you knew this.
2: There are two strange things about the 2020 U.S. election that most people didn't know. As per 538.com, Trump, with some margin for error, won the in-person vote in every single U.S. state, even deeply democratic ones like Biden's home state of Delaware. Every single one whereas Biden won the mail-in vote in every single U.S. state, even deeply Republican ones. And in 2020, mail-in ballots, where no one had to show up to verify their identity, went from 29 million in 2016 to 66 million in 2020. Such a stark difference in who wins the in-person or mail-in vote seems unlikely to occur naturally, but you
1: decide. Crazy, huh? Well, one site I do like, and they fact check this, I, I tried to... You, I, I tried using AI to see if this is true. I couldn't replicate this using Bard on Google. I could not duplicate it on Chat GPT, though I tried. Uh, but Noah over on uh, 100% Fed Up, uh, I do like 100% uh, Fed Up. They uh, they ran the numbers and they verified it. And this is what they found: 100% Fed Up. Here's the claim. President Trump won the in-person vote in every state, all of them. Meanwhile, Biden won the mail-in ballot vote in every state, all 50 of them. And here's a kicker. Mail-in ballot voting increased from 21% of the overall vote to 46%. You know, because that little virus they let loose. Perfect timing and perfect cover, I'd say. So then he he, he also... they. I found this clip on 100% fed up on this article. And then this is is the numbers that they fact checked. This is what they got. I love how in the end he says, seems unlikely to occur naturally. We all knew in-person voting would likely sway a bit to Trump, but 100% to him, even the blue states, all of them, even California and New York. And shocking that all those mail-in ballots went to Biden in every single state, even the reddest states like Texas. What a strange thing to happen unless mail-in ballots is the easiest spot to cheat and cheat big enough to overcome President Trump being popular enough to have won all 50 states if it were a free and fair election. But we don't write articles around here based on videos posted to Twitter. We research and fact-check, like I said, and this one passes. First, I thought we'd use uh, Chat chatGBT, B- but I couldn't get on chatGBT either. Uh, so they went over to Google's Bard, uh, AI, and this is what they got. And I, I tried to put that same, uh, prompt in and I didn't get these, uh, I didn't get this. It just, it didn't even organize it for me like this. I mean, I, I, I put this prompt in and it just gave it to me. It, gave it to me organized differently, but this is, this is according to 100% fed up. They said that they, uh, they tracked this and fact checked it, that in-person election day votes in Alabama. So if we start off in Alabama, you see the winner was Trump and he uh, won with 62.3% of the vote and he won the in-person election day votes and Biden got 37.7% of the vote and he won the mail-in ballots in Alabama and that holds true even when you get down to California where Biden won. But in-person election day votes, Trump won, giving him 39.3% of the vote in that state to 607 for Biden, who won the mail-in ballots. And this holds true for all 50 states. All right, now I want to show this to you. This was a tweet from this morning from Elon Musk. I went to get it again and it's no longer uh, up. It's no longer up. He, he took it down. Um, I thought it was very interesting, this tweet here from Elon Musk. It's a meme for those who listen to the show. It's from The Office and uh, I don't know the characters. I've seen the show a couple of times. Um, but I think it's Michael. Michael, uh, the boss played by uh, Steve Carell. <laughs> He tells um, the, the, uh, one of the gals, Pizzagate is real. And she's like, no, it isn't. We have experts. And then uh, Steve Carell's character says, they trafficked children. And then she's smiling, but we have experts. And then a close-up of Steve goes, your expert just went to jail for child porn. And then she's silent. And what's interesting is that... Uh, This meme is no longer up for some reason. Elon Musk took it down. Now I had reported uh, a few weeks ago, maybe it was last week on a person at the department of defense. That's over education who got arrested as part of a sweep, as part of, of a sting operation of trafficking, he thought or he, he, he was trying to solicit um, sex and now the, uh, the tape has been released. He tried to say that he was going in for a massage, here's the tape, uh, you be the judge if that's, the, uh, if that's honestly what you think is happening when you watch this or you listen to it. Breaking video footage of senior Pentagon official Steven Hovenick Getting arrested in connection to an alleged human trafficking ring has been released. Sick man. In the undercover video footage, Hovenick is seen soliciting sex from an undercover agent but claims he was simply getting a massage. Hovanek worked as the chief of staff for the America's Division of the Department of Defense Education Activity. He was arrested with 26 others in the human trafficking sting. Let me play this for you.
3: Whitey County Sheriff's Office released their motel video of Stephen Hovenick and an undercover officer during a human trafficking sting November 15th. During his arrest, he claimed that he was at the hotel to get a massage. Deputies say his interaction with the undercover officer raises questions about that claim. So what's up? Steve,
2: by the way. Hey. Nice to meet you?
1: you. I'm, like I'm not coming
3: here shower <laughs> Hovenick has been identified as the chief of staff for all military schools in the U.S. and oversees the education of thousands of military-dependent children. He's 64 years old and lives in Sharpsburg, according to his arrest report. So, we
2: have... a uh, good but I'm just going to let you know. I don't play the full day. I'm sure.
3: That's it? Okay. Uh, I think that's it.
1: i I'm sure. That's the undercover operative saying she doesn't play before she gets paid. I never heard of anyone referring to massage as play.
3: Deputies say when Hovenick entered the room, he removed his sunglasses and placed them next to a package of condoms that deputies had staged in the room.
1: <laughs> you know, you need, uh, you need condoms for safe massages. I mean, i got this crank in my neck. Got a real bad crank in my neck. Chiropractor can't get it out. I got a knot there. Uh, you know, maybe a massage with a prophylactic will get that damn thing out. <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry, folks. I'm not buying it.
3: Are you? They say the two-day undercover operation led to the arrest of 26 people, including Johns who allegedly solicited sex, as well as prostitutes who allegedly offered it for sale. They say they also identified six potential victims of human trafficking. This kind of operation is really important to us because, number one, sex buyers are a huge part of the problem in the industry. Without the sex buyers, there wouldn't be a market for the, for the females to continue to be victimized. Here is the end of the video clip. not with you. Chairs,
1: I'm just putting your
3: hands up. Hey, I'm not doing anything. Put your hands up. Ovenick was charged with pandering, which is a misdemeanor solicitation of sex. According to the military publication Stars and Stripes, the Department of Defense Education Activity Agency, who employs him, is aware of the charge and says he is currently on leave. Fox 5's calls to the agency have not been returned. We can confirm that his bio is no longer available on the agency.
1: Now, look, some of you may be more libertarian than I am and thinking, hey, these are two consenting adults and you don't see any issue with that, uh, that he is a Pentagon education official and that on his own free time, he's trying to enter into a consensual transaction with a half hour time with, uh, with a consenting adult. But what's disconcerting here is this and the sting operation in Virginia and Massachusetts is the amount of people within the military with supposedly high clearance. I don't know the clearance of his clearance, but he has a leadership position. Uh, He's over this department. Just is an example to me of how compromised or easily compromisable the people in D.C. are. So even if you're like, hey, this is this, this guy is a consenting adult. He thought he was getting into a, a, a transaction. If you're one of those people who believes sex work is work and two consenting adults, you know, this was a trafficking sting. They said they found six people that were potentially trafficked. So they saved some, you know, people from sex trafficking. That's the problem. That's the problem. Let, let me, I mean, obviously, this, this is hard for me to say because I'm a moral Christian. I don't believe in this activity. But let me just try to be objective here. The problem with this is they're not two consenting adults. People, the, these women who are in in prostitution are trafficked. They're not doing it of their own free will. I'm sure there are some who are, but the the problem is that th- this is a criminal enterprise and these are victims of a criminal enterprise and people soliciting the, the these these prostitute these prostitutes are contributing to the trafficking. So my point is that these people that are in the Pentagon, i saw this, we saw this in the other story I covered with that uh, high-class Asian sting that they did in, in Virginia uh, and Massachusetts, is that these people in the Pentagon and in high places in D.C. are either compromised or easily compromisable. Because they can't keep their Johnson in their pants. (sighs) Whatever happened to the old idea that you get married and you're faithful to your spouse? Imagine how many of life's woes and moral decay and social stability we would have if people just like they used to be in the courthouses of America, just abided by the Ten Commandments. Hey, you're not religious. Okay, you don't have to observe a Sabbath. You can freedom of speech. You can use the Lord's name in vain. But let's just like not bear false witness. Let's not kill. Let's not rob. Let's not commit adultery. Just imagine where society would be if we just had those basic common decency laws respected and practiced in America. Just, Just the basic Ten Commandments. Just the basics.
2: I personally don't want to be led around. I don't want anybody telling me, as they're doing already right now, what you can and can't do in your bedroom.
1: All right, that's the voice of the infamous Michael Cohen liar and... Wanted to really ride the coattails of President Trump and then uh, backstabbed him and hasn't gone well for for uh, Michael Cohen. But here's here he is on the uh, a podcast appearance he made recently, and boy is this uh, the TDS is a whole other level. Remember when Patriots and Q folks were villainized and vilified and. Called nutbags because you know they were hoping that all that, that that all that President Trump would take everyone to Guantanamo Bay, that the military would take people to Guantanamo Bay for being traitors, treasonous, traitorous, rat bastards, and all that. Well, Michael Cohen sure seems to be afraid of being hauled off to Gitmo. I mean, the TDS that has come out of the mainstream media as of late has been a whole other level. And I guess Michael Cohen wants to level up and be part of that crowd. I don't want them,
2: you know, turning around and saying who can and who can't vote. All of a sudden you're gonna have somebody knock down your door and it's gonna be Trump's brown shirts pulling you out and sending you off to Guantanamo Bay. And I know that sounds hyperbolic, But I know him so well. I know what's on his mind, and I know what he intends to do. He's looking to scare the piss out of everyone so that nobody, and I mean nobody, like the way Kim Jong-un runs North Korea, he wants to run a United States of America that way. The way that Vladimir Putin controls Russia, he wants to control America. The way that Mohammed bin Salman controls Saudi Arabia, he wants to control America the same way. So a vote for Donald is a vote for the end of democracy. Who in their right mind would would, would do such a thing? Who would support somebody who's looking to destroy the greatest experiment
1: that exists on this planet? Michael Cohen hit a lot of those pain points, also known as talking points of the left. That we're gonna get round up, or his people are gonna get round up uh, and sent to Gitmo, and of course he's got to bring in the, uh, the 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 Russian thing, right? They always got to do that. He wants to run.
2: A United States of America that way. The way that Vladimir Putin controls
1: Russia, he wants to control America. Berlin, my favorite part is Michael Cohen. He knows he knows Trump really well. He knows exactly what he's thinking he wants to do. But you see here, it, the reason why I'm playing this Michael Cohen thing, not just so we could have fun on TDS, but the fear that is coming from the backstabbers, this treasonous traitors, rat bastards, the criminals... And their colleagues, their compadres, their comrades, they are absolutely scared of President Trump and the retribution second term, the revenge second term of President Trump. That's why he's saying he's scared he's going to get round up and, and sent to, to Guantanamo Bay. Wow. And guess what? He's not the only one. Here's Robert De Niro. This one's interesting. So Robert De Niro alleged that a speech that he had prepared to deliver last night at the Gotham Awards in New York City was censored by the event organizers on Apple. His new movie that he's in with, um, with DiCaprio, Killers of the Flower Moon, is an Apple Plus production. And De Niro spoke as part of the Gotham historical icon and creator tribute for Martin Scorsese directed film Killers of the Flower Moon in which the actor stars. CNN reached out to Apple's film division and the Gotham Award for comments because he's alleging that, uh, that they, they, they censored him. So then he gets on his phone... The Oscar-winning actor and frequent Scorsese collaborator appeared frustrated while at the podium as he read from a teleprompter. After a short video played, he claimed the first part of his speech had been removed. And then um, he pulls out and he starts to read it to the audience. So let me just play the thing in its entirety, and then we'll poke holes in it.
0: The beginning of my speech was edited, cut out. I didn't know about it. And I want to read it. It was, thank you. History isn't history anymore. Truth is not truth. Even facts are being replaced by alternative facts and driven by conspiracy theories and ugliness. In Florida, young students are taught that slaves develop skills which could be applied for their personal benefit. The entertainment industry isn't immune to this festering disease. The Duke John Wayne famously said of Native Americans, I don't feel we did wrong in taking this great country away from them. There were great numbers of people who needed new land and the Indians were selfishly trying to keep it for themselves. Lying has become just another tool in the charlatans' arsenal. The former president lied to us more than 30,000 times during his four years in office. And he's keeping up the pace in his current campaign of retribution. But with all his lies, he can't hide his soul. He attacks the weak, destroys the gifts of nature, and shows disrespect, for example, by using Pocahontas as a slur. Filmmakers, on the other hand, strive. This is where I came in and I saw that they edited all that. (laughs) So, I'm going to say these things, but to Apple and thank them and all that. Gotham, blah, 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 Apple, but who... (laughs) I don't feel like thanking them at all for what they did. How dare they do that, actually? But now I will go.
1: All right, so one of the things he said there was he was commenting on the new curriculum that's happening in Florida.
0: In Florida, young students are taught that slaves develop skills which could be applied for their personal benefit
1: where according to CNN, Florida's new standards on black history curriculum are creating outrage. And I guess there is a portion of the black history lessons where uh, Florida's new education standards, which require middle school students to learn how slaves develop skills, which in some instances could be applied for their personal benefit. Now, of course, you know, Uh, this doesn't feel good. This doesn't feel good to the left, but the reality is that slaves did acquire skills that they were able to later use for their personal benefit. That's actual fact. That's not a justification for slavery, but that's a fact. If they learned farming and they learned you know everything from planting to then uh, watering. I'm I'm I, yeah, I'm a I'm a city and a suburban kid, so I don't know everything about I don't know anything about farming, but the basics. You know, you 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 sow, you water, you weed, and uh, and then you go and you uh, you sow and you reap. You you reap what you sow. Well, guess what? What happened after? slavery ended and the slaves were free. A lot of them became, uh, they became sharecroppers. Well, how how were they able to become sharecroppers? Well, because they had, I know no one likes to talk about facts, but it, it is true. Some of my ancestors, not too far back, had acquired and developed some skills as slaves that they later used for their personal benefit. They didn't have to go. Um, Not all of my family went from Alabama and Georgia up to New York or over to Chicago or some other place to work in factories because they did have agrarian and agricultural skills that they used for their personal benefit. Now, I'm not saying that it was a great benefit as far as like, you know, being a sharecropper definitely wasn't be better than being a landowner, but they were able to survive and feed their family as opposed to starving As opposed to having to leave the state and go work for a big manufacturer in the Northeast. It gave him some choices at least. I know that doesn't feel good if you're a leftist. But we're not talking about feelings. We're talking about facts here. Then he goes into the whole TDS thing about President Trump. And he gets mad that President Trump called Elizabeth Warren Pocahontas
0: and shows disrespect, for example, by using Pocahontas
1: as a slur. (laughs) That's ridiculous. It's not a slur. We love Pocahontas. Elizabeth Warren is a lying sack and she has like zero Native American blood in her. It was irony. It it, It was a sarcastic title of calling her Pocahontas because she herself has been lying and claiming she's Native American, and she was none of that. That was ridiculous. But that wasn't really what I wanted to comment on. I, I just got a good chuckle out of it, because, once again, these are crazy allegations. But my point is this. Whether it's Michael Cohen, whether it's MSNBC, CNN, or Robert De Niro, what they are afraid of is that on the second term of... President Trump's presidency there is going to be justice and consequences for the crimes and injustices that the deep state the criminals the backstabbers and not backstabbers who are personal backstabbers we're talking about the traitors and the lawbreakers that there's going to be justice but they are calling it Retribution.
0: And he's keeping up the pace in his current campaign of retribution.
1: Campaign of retribution. You got Michael Cohen saying brown shirts are going to come out and get take people to Gitmo. Well, let me just say this. While that's hyperbolic and I hyperbole, I actually do hope that this is a second term of retribution. Retribution for the injustices that we have as Americans have had to suffer under these treasonous, traitorous rat bastards, a stolen election, a fake virus, a a not so dangerous virus and a fake vaccine, a bioweapon, an open border, criminal after criminal from the Department of Justice to the FBI going after free sovereign Americans, putting them in jail as political prisoners. So yeah, you call it retribution, you little bastards. I call it justice. And I hope your worst nightmares come true as long as they are within the actual laws. So yes, I hope the guilty go to jail. I hope the traffickers get the death penalty. I hope all of these things that you know were crimes against humanity and against America, that people have gotten away with it and you're scared that you're no longer gonna get away with it, I hope the fears of the deep state ring true in the second term of Donald John Trump.
0: We're in a situation where we have put together and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics.